Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Show we're here with Coach Jibler Nega, Miami Hurricanes coming to town this weekend to play Georgia Tech over McCain's Pavilion. Coach Larinaga, man, how things down there in Miami, man, after last night's uh, big win of, of Virginia Tech, man? Well, uh, that was uh, an incredible victory, an incredible shot that Charlie Moore made. When we arrived in Blacksburg, it was 27 degrees. Uh, when we arrived in Miami, it was 72 degrees. So. Uh, even though it was cold on the outside, it was certainly heating up in Castle Coliseum on the Virginia Tech campus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Coach. And, man, you all was up early by 11 points. Uh, you know, uh, lost the lead, uh, laid in the game down there. You got to show perseverance once more, coming back, making plays to set up that shot by Charlie. So tell us about that, Coach. Uh, seeing your guys once again persevere through adversity and get the win on the road up there in Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Well, we did get off to a very good start and had an early lead. But as you find in the ACC, there's so much parity that teams normally, you know, fight back and and ends up being a very close game. Oftentimes, in our case, there's been one one possession games came, came comes down to the last shot of the game. We we lost to uh, Florida State on Saturday. We had a shot to win it, didn't didn't make it. Uh, we beat uh, Duke. Uh, by by two, they had a lot last shot, last second three, they missed. We won. Syracuse, we won by one. So all these games seem to come down to the last minute, the last 10 seconds, the last shot. In this particular case, we were very fortunate. Charlie Moore uh, got a running start uh, and made a half-court shot, banked it right in for the win. Now, how many times, Coach, in your great career, man, have you had a shot like that go in for you, not against you? Well, um, a few years back, Jaquan Newton made one for us against Carolina. Joel Berry made a three to tie the game at 89, and it looked like it was going overtime, but we inbounded to Jaquan Newton. He raced up to the court, and very similar shot to what Charlie Moore made last night. He banked one in from about 40 feet. For the win. So uh, in the last five years, it's happened twice, but that's probably the last uh, 
time I can remember something like that. <laughs> no doubt, Coach. Like you said, man, uh, so many close games. But Coach, what's good about it is this, Coach, as you know, you're getting to get, get guys prepared for this in live action. You can put time on the clock in practice, run drills for situational drills. But when you're playing against another team with referees in a crowd, it's like you really get get that callous to deal with the, the crowd or when it's really late in the game, really execute under pressure. Well, one of the things we were waiting for during the last timeout of the game, we had one timeout to call, and we we called it with uh, the 1.8 seconds left. But I actually thought we were going to be inbounding the ball from the baseline, having to go the length of the court. The referee, I went over to him and asked him, and he said, no, you're on the sideline right in front of the bench. Uh, so we were right in front of Virginia Tech's bench, and that's what determined what play we were going to run. And... Uh, Sam Wardenberg did a great job of setting the screen for Charlie. Charlie Moore did a great job of running off the screen. And very underrated is uh, Cam Augusti's perfect pass to Charlie on the dead run. If it had been a little bit behind Charlie or a little bit in front of him and caused him to have to make an adjustment, he probably wouldn't have been able to make that shot. But Cam threw a perfect pass. Charlie made the great shot. Most definitely coaching 7-2 and two in the ACC play. Only, like I said, lost two games for Florida State by one point. And as you said, how tough the league is, Leonard Hamilton and his team comes into Georgia Tech last night and loses. You know, Josh plays a unique style with the different defenses, his zones he throws at you, how they, how they play. So like you said, no matter if, you, if you're at the top, bottom ACC or the top, it's going to be a tough game no matter what, no matter who you play. Oh, we, we played uh, Georgia Tech the last time in the ACC tournament quarterfinals, and it came down to the last possession. And uh, at that time, we were behind and, and trying to make a comeback. And Cam Augusti had a three that would have tied the game with 13 seconds to go. And even though we missed, uh, we were up, you know, uh, trapping and pressing, and we, fought, we tried to force a turnover. It didn't work out for us then. Uh, we know uh, Josh is doing a great job at Georgia Tech, so uh, we're going to get ready for a another one-point nail-biter. I hear that. Coach, talk about Cam McGussie a little bit more, Coach. Uh, offensively, defensively for you, leadership and intangibles, that guy does a lot for your team just besides score. Talk about his, his importance to your program and how it's an example for, you, for the younger Hurricanes you're having that pipeline coming up behind him. You know, at the University of Miami, we've enjoyed a lot of success with transfer students. And when Cam Augusti transferred in from Oklahoma and sat out a year, uh, during his redshirt year, he really worked on his game. He worked on his body, spent a lot of time in the weight room. And when he came out, he moved right into the starting lineup and has been a double-figure scorer. Uh, he has scored over 1,000 points in his career. Uh, but more than that, it's his consistency of effort, his consistency of defense and rebounding. He's even our leading rebounder right now. He's doing a lot of things well, really setting the right example for the entire team. Most definitely, yes. And I, you, said, you said, you know, 
a guy who can affect the game in multiple ways is is a, is a guy you want to have on your team and a guy you want because you want to, as you know, coach, you want to cause conflict for the other team. And this guy does multiple, multiple things beyond score. Then you throw in a guy like Isaiah Wong there with Charlie Moore scoring. You got dynamic guards who can score for you on any given night, get, get you double figures. So if you want to have an off night, two or three are going to probably be on as well. So talk about that interchangeable part between Cam, you got uh, Isaiah and Charlie in the backcourt there for you, giving your guys that three-headed monster in the, the backcourt there. Well, we're always stressing balance, and we have five guys averaging double figures. Sam Wardenberg and Jordan Miller are also playing at a, a very high level. But our three-guard uh, offense with, with Charlie Moore at the point and Cam Augusti and Isaiah Wong at the wings, we really have three guys who can shoot the three, who can drive the ball to the basket, who can hit mid-range jumpers, can make free throws, handle the ball. All three of them can play the point. They can all play the two. So uh, what has made us so successful is their willingness to share the ball with each other. They really find each other very, very well. And that's what's made them enjoy playing together so much. Uh, If someone drives, he knows he's got those two options, at least those two, if not three or four options, to find an open man on the perimeter for an open three. Most definitely, coaches. I love that about your team, man. Because you know, being here in Atlanta, I, I see the Hawks all the time. Of course, you know, I I wish we had more guys who can cause conflict besides Trey Young. And it's, well, what you got three guards who can do the same thing in terms of parts out there. And you know, drawing kick guys, make guys have to commit to something. So you'll have some open on the weak side for a three, or a, get a, a nice cut, or or backdoor layup, or a dunk. So I like you know when it really gets down to it, come these. February and March, I feel like you having those three guards who do what they do for you is going to really give you out an advantage that down down the road here, Coach. Well, I, I think uh, we're off to a good start, but as I tell everybody, the ACC regular season is not a sprint. It's a marathon. We've only played nine games. We still have 11 games remaining. And in our league, anything can happen. And we just got to keep working and improving and trusting each other and getting ready one game at a time. I hear that, Coach. You know, you are 9-2 at home. Talk about that as well, winning down there in Miami. Uh, make sure you take care of the home court. Because as you, as you, like you said, Coach, ACC is tough. You got a, a great road win last night. Uh, but you want to take care of your business at home as well. You got a, a road here in Atlanta here on Saturday. So talk, talk about you guys being 9-2 at home and defending that home court. Well, one of the things is, is – uh, the, the last couple of games we played at home, we played very well. But against Florida State, we got off to a slow start, had a great second half. Against North Carolina, we played great in both halves. And against Syracuse, the game before that at home, uh, we won by one, just really scored the ball well against their zone. So our guys are very comfortable and confident at home. Uh, we're starting to get great crowds at home again. There, with COVID, there was a time when there were no people in the stands. But now it seems like uh, the last home game, we were totally sold out. I think it was the biggest crowd in school history. Uh, it was great. Great turnout, and our guys love it. And, Coach, speaking of COVID, man, um, how has it been for your guys having to adjust to this uh, new variant coming around, having to kind of be more careful with the inner circle who you're around more than ever because, uh, you know, how this thing is so transmissible? So how has you been to feel? You guys got to enjoy being students again, have fun, go out a little bit here and there, but now kind of be more careful once more with this, this thing raging again. 
Well, last year when uh, COVID was really in full force, er every guy on our team was instructed to wear the mask, wash their hands, practice social distancing. And we went, actually went the entire season without anybody having a positive test result. And then this year it relaxed a little bit. Omicron came around and we've had three different guys test positive, but um, the guys have done a really great job of just staying safe. Everyone's vaccinated now. Most of them are double vaccinated or boosted. And uh, as long as, as we can stay healthy, I, I think uh, we'll continue to play well. Most definitely, Coach. I got one more for you, Coach, is this, man. Uh, in that non-league schedule you have, seeing all different styles that you actually, that you saw, um, how much is that going to help you through the ACC gauntlet seeing, excuse me, Coach, those different styles you saw prior to getting this, this uh, gauntlet you have, this marathon coming from now to end and into to March here? Well, the coaches in our league are all very, very different, all have their own unique style of play. And some are very fast and, and run. Some are much more conservative and slow the game down. Some play man, some play zone. Uh, Josh Pastor and, the, and Georgia Tech, they play both man and zone. So you got to be ready to constantly make adjustments. We've actually gone through a transformation ourselves uh, without any big, strong, physical, bulky guys inside. Our biggest guy weighs about 215 pounds. So we've had to make some adjustments, and I think that's helped us, and it's also forced our opponent uh, to make adjustments in the way they, they prepare for us. Most definitely, Coach. Well, Coach Larry Nagel, thank you, thank you for your time today. Look forward to seeing you Saturday at the Mechanics Pavilion, and good best luck to you, and keep getting those wins, man. Thank you. See you soon now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.